Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery Podcast. Your hosts, Gary Lipsky and Kyle Mitchell, have more than 50 years of combined experience in operations and management, and more than 25 years of real estate investing experience. This show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our Asset Management Friday segment of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle Mitchell, also joined by Gary Lipsky. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook group, Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate. All right. Today on the show, we have Elaine Viegas. Elaine, how are you? I'm doing good, Kyle. Gary, thank you for having me. Now, every syndicator and apartment buyer want to become a good asset manager. In a very limited time we have today, I'm excited to share how to be on top of the property management company running your apartment. This is the key for you to keep uh, properties performing well. So again, I'm Elaine Villegas, a full-time real estate investor based in Dallas, Texas. I have over $60 million of properties under asset management, just under 900 doors spread across seven apartments. Our deals are in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Metro, and Houston. And uh, I have also invested as limited partner in eight properties, just over 1,200 doors total. That's great. So let's let's talk about re- reporting today, Elaine. What reports do you acquire from your third-party property management, and then how often do you receive them? Um, we have daily, weekly, and monthly reports. Monthly reports are your regular financials, which includes 12-month uh, profit and loss statements, cash flow statements, rent roll, accounts payable, and balance sheet, among others. Now, the daily report includes uh, collections, uh, total collected at end of the business day, uh, bad debt and delinquency. It also includes occupancy, the units that are occupied, the uh, vacant units, vacant units that are pre-leased, um, notice to vacate, move-ins and move-outs, and also evictions. And the last portion of the daily report includes the make-ready items, how many units that are already made ready, non-made ready units, and also the open work orders that we have. Now, for our weekly reports, we have three. First one is the property performance report. Now, this has all the information from the daily reports. It also includes renewals, 30, 60, and 90 days out. Also, budget versus actuals for total income and net operating income. The weekly tracking of our bottom line is very important as this helps us in decision making. The second weekly report is property make ready board. For every vacant unit, we have a breakdown on make ready status per item, which includes trash out, repaint, flooring, resurfacing, light and plumbing fixtures, appliances, all the items that are as part of the make ready. The last report, the weekly report, is a status of, includes status of CapEx items, lender draws, uh, marketing in- initiatives, community events in our property, staffing, and market survey. Now, the market survey is important because we want to keep tabs on our competition in terms of current rents and lease specials or concessions. For the daily reports that you spoke of, is that are they emailing you every day or are you using Yardi or different software? How are, you, how are you accessing that information? It's automatically emailed to us every day. So once you get used on looking at these reports, it just takes you uh, one to two minutes to go over them. Great. What are the most critical elements of all the reporting that you're looking at? What is the most important to you? I look at four important items, four important data points. Uh, for many, occupancy normally jumps out 
as top of the list. And it is one of the most important information we need at any given time. But for me, the most critical is the budget versus actual net operating income. The reason for this is uh, it is already reflective of the overall performance of your operations, taking account both your revenue and expense. The third thing that also, third data point you want to see is uh, your delinquency. You want to keep it between three to five. Now, ideally, you want your delinquency to be 1%. The last one is made ready vacant units. Always make sure that you have available unit for same day move in, as this can help your leasing staff close the deal in terms of signing up a new tenant. Thanks, thanks. Are you tracking these reports over a period of time, you know, from the, from the day one you take it over to the day you sell it, or once you look at it on a daily or, or monthly, you kind of put it to the side? When property is already stable, we normally pay attention to the weekly reports at the minimum. Never wait until month end. A couple of bad weeks can have impact already in your overall performance for the month. We learned a hard lesson on this. We have a property that's really performing well. We, we settled down on just looking at the month and report. And the first month that hit us, it was 89%. And we say, okay, this should come back up next month. And then the following month, it became uh, 85%. And so from that point on, we said, hey, we need to look at this at least weekly at the minimum. Now, if property has some occupancy issue and it's not performing well, Check the daily reports regularly, and uh, this will help in real-time decision-making process. That's really good advice. Do you guys create your own reports at all, or just it's all about the third-party property management reports? We do have three reports that we build just for us as asset manager. We build them ourselves. Now, the first one is uh, we create a rolling P3 snapshot of total income, total expense, and net operating income. We do our distribution quarterly and a rolling P3 snapshot help us keep tabs of our cash flow distribution status. The second report that we create our own is the bank balance report per property. The property management has access to the operations accounts, but for the cash distribution accounts and CapEx accounts, we as the asset manager have the only access to them. So we want to have the total, the overall picture in terms of uh, overall balance per property. We also have the portfolio performance report. It shows the monthly numbers for each property because we have multiple properties. Uh, we have uh, seven that we are actively managing. So this will, the, the portfolio performance report will give us information on which property to put more focus on. And uh, normally, it goes in, our time goes into the property that is not performing well or uh, below the performance is below than the other properties. All right, and let's segue to what reports you provide investors and, and how often do you provide these reports? We send out monthly email update to our investors. Since their investors are more concerned of their cash flow, right? So we include the P3, the rolling P3 snapshot on this email update. We also uh, provide the general status of operations, capital plan updates, and also all the monthly financial reports, we provide them to investors. Not all of our investors will open them, but uh, a few of them will, will have interest on in looking at the P&L or the cash flow. We provide all of that uh, to our investors for them to have access to all information that they, they may want to look at. Do you use any specific software tools to manage all these reports? Our property management software is Resman. We use CRD in one of our properties. And all the monthly and daily reports are generated from both software. The weekly reports, they are prepared by our regional managers. 
some of the details in the weekly reports are from Resman or Yardi, but many information like the, the status of CapEx item or status of lender draws, this can only be gathered uh, manually. So uh, we make sure that our regional managers prepare the report for us to, to review. All right. So perfect world, no cost. What would the perfect report look like? Was there any information that you don't get that you would want? Yeah, so imagine a daily report where your leasing staff know where to get uh, quality tenants to move in and uh, with information on what is the optimum rent uh, to offer. You need lots of data for that. Data on source of potential tenants, how much they make, how much they can afford in terms of rent, timing of move-ins, what is their sweet spots in terms of amenities that could push them to rent in our properties. Real-time information in, on competition. Now, if you have this all narrowed down to a daily report where we can specifically focus our marketing on the target demographic, and at the same time, we can adjust the pricing to maximize our revenue while keeping traffic conversion at a very high percentage, that will result to a very efficient operations. And if, if we can have that, I know that's a lot of, uh, the lot, lot of information that you have to build, but hey, if we can get that and it's not uh, an issue, we will gladly have that for our, all our properties. I love it. I love it. Let's, let's work on that together. <laughs> Kyle, oh, yeah. You to finish it up. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation. Yeah, Elaine, we ask every guest this final question. What is your asset management superpower? Being proactive. Always stay ahead of things. Leading not only in my team, but uh, anticipating future challenges. We have been doing stress tests on our numbers for the past two years. So right now, when many um, syndicators say, have you stress tested your numbers? We've been doing that already for a couple of years. Now, nobody have foreseen the, the impact of uh, COVID in apartments. But since we have prepared in advance for worst case scenarios, our properties, thankfully, are in great shape. For all those listeners uh, out there, if, if you have more questions on asset management, uh, please email me at Alain Villegas at yahoo.com. That is A-L-A-I-N-V-I-L-L-E-G-A-S at yahoo.com. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show and adding value on the subject of reporting today. I learned a couple things here. Don't just look at monthly and weekly reports. Look at daily, especially depending on how the property is performing. Be proactive, not reactive. So important an asset manager, right? You don't want to wait for things to happen. You want to foresee them so you can get ahead of them. And then some of your favorite KPIs or, or budgeting items are budget versus actual NOI and then the rolling T3, which I liked a lot. So Thanks for everyone for listening in today. And if you'd like this episode, please head over to iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a like, subscribe, and review as it'll help us continue to grow our audience. So we'll talk to everyone next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Asset Management Mastery Group on Facebook so you can reach Kyle and Gary and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, go to assetmanagementmastery.com and sign up for the newsletter. 
If you're interested in partnering with Gary and Kyle, sign up on the contact page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.